Hey legend, welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, New Zealand girl, mindset coach, here to help you thrive, to help you heal, to help you overcome all those old feelings of unworthiness and fear and limits and doubts, and help you to step into the greatness that you are literally created for. I bring you amazing people from all around the world to inspire and empower you. So let's get into it. Hey, hey, beauties. Welcome to this week's episode where I bring you the phenomenal Angharad Sage, who is an eight-figure CEO, business mentor, spiritual guide, mama, Kiwi girl, who has absolutely taken the world by storm. And I cannot wait to share with you guys her thoughts on how to believe in yourself, how to go from the darkest spaces and trauma and all sorts of stuff into becoming this epic, epic human who is crushing her goals and living her dream life. Check out the link, you guys, where you can find out where to follow her and enjoy this episode. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Queen. (laughs) Do you know the weirdest thing? You know when you've followed someone for ages online and you feel like you know them and then you meet them in real life and it's like there's no separation? Like you, Mm. this is so crazy because I feel like I've known you forever. Mm. Yeah, even the way we jumped on this call it was so like oh hey girl <laughs> it's like we've talked many times right it's just that deep resonance like honestly and online it breaks this internet these days it's broken the barrier of like every single generation before us right like we really get to really know each other's not just how we like speak in our gait but it's also I'm moving my hands right now you've seen me do this many times I've seen your face online we've had you know we've had conversations and so there is a a gigantic bridge between what was separate in the past yeah I love this so much and speaking of the hands yeah I always am obsessed with your nails whatever nails you have and the fact that you have long nails I cannot handle that I can't function with nails like that (laughs) I just had a meeting with someone earlier today and they were like how did you do I'm like it's a long period of time it's gradual over time we build these muscles up and now I can flush toilets with fingernails (laughs) see already inspiring I see sky is the limit um but yeah so as we know we're probably going to need about 20 years to cover this topic in full so let's try and sum up everything into 25 minutes um (laughs) so firstly thank you so much for being here you've been on my hit list for so long and I've wanted to talk to you specifically about this topic for such a long time because I like I fangirled over you the first time I you know sent you like a 20 minute voice message or whatever but for those who are just meeting you like how brutal should I be in this conversation pretty brutal (laughs) all the way we are not here for halfwaying it yeah i love that so i think the further you go on your journey right the more savage you get around what you want to consume the content the the people you look up to and i've just started the more that i've gone having this gross feeling in my gut about certain people where it like it feels very ego it feels very fake it feels very inauthentic and amongst all this noise and all this kind of ego stuff there was you and like I've binged every single one of your courses and the one thing that I'm covered in goosebumps um but the one thing that really jumped out about me is the embodiment like you show up online vulnerable real you celebrate the highs you celebrate the lows you share your own innermost thoughts and fears and triggers and it's like so beautiful to watch and so I just knew that this topic was like perfect for you because it's going to be real what you say it's not going to be glossy it's not going to be fake and it's not going to be a 
oh, well, I just believed in myself always. Like I came out of the womb just knowing that I was the shit and everyone's so lucky to be graced by my presence. And I've had people literally answer questions like that before, almost, not quite as sassy, but I'm just so over it. It's like, we all know that's not part of the process, right? So maybe to start with, could we hear a little bit about like your journey and where you've come from to where you are now? Because it's so incredible. Mm, absolutely. Thank you for the very warm introduction to my <laughs> being, or at least a, a very big portion of my being. Uh, yes, we definitely can for the context of this conversation. And, you know, I I think one of the major things like what you shared about before about whether someone feels cold or it feels unauthentic is even if that is their story, they came out of the womb with the biggest charisma bucket that anyone could have ever had or confidence <laughs> or whatever it is, we don't relate to it. And so therefore we don't think it's true. And so yes. we just smell something that doesn't seem right because it, we just simply can't relate. And as you already prefaced, my story is not like that at all. <laughs> I had a very traumatic childhood being that I lost my father when I was seven years old and I was the eldest of five kids. So I became a surrogate mother from very, very young. Um, she was raised in the UK, which is the reason why I have a lovely Welsh name. And, you know, she worked in the police force. So she was very scared of a lot of things. She had a lot of fear. She was a very protective, overprotective mother. And so kind of the helicopter mum <laughs> kind of situation. And I didn't really have any freedom. And she was very fixed in, um, and I'm not bagging, this sounds like I'm bagging my mum. I, I have so much love and respect for my mum. She also massively mentored me on my journey and, you know, still does to this day. And the relationship has gone up and down. But, you know, this is just my experience as a child. And I felt very repressed. I felt very disconnected from who I was as a human. And then, um, and my needs even, right? And so that caused a lot of trauma because I quite literally learned to gaslight myself out of my own feelings <laughs> and out of my own experiences, out of my own needs. And then I met my to-be husband at a very young age. I was I just turned 17, ended up getting into kind of, um, I would describe it as a fundamentalist cult type situation. So there's a lot of repression there. And so that went on that journey. And so, you know, throughout my my timeline for the first, you know, 20-ish, 25 years of my life, um, I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of depression. I had a lot of self-doubt. I had a lot of like toxic thoughts in my head. I wasn't my own best cheerleader. I was constantly trying to, well, I was constantly reading the rumors to what other people need me to be. And I didn't even have touch of who I was. That caused a lot of internal angst. There was a lot of internal dissonance between what my inner being, who she really was, and what I ultimately chose and allowed myself to be on the outside and with these relationships and dynamics with lots of different people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I love this. So it's real, right? <laughs> that it was a process. Like to think back to like, and I know you've spoken about this when you first started your business and it was like, you sold a bunch of stuff and no one signed up and it's like, I've mm. been there. And it's like, this is kind of where I want this conversation to go, right? Like, how do we start? How do we go from being, and like, we can be like raw on this episode. Like, I've talked a lot about mental health stuff and wanting to unalive myself and all that. And I know that's been mm -hmm. your past as well. Yeah. So for us, and I feel like that's important to, to make that clear here that we're not saying 
yeah, that we didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, I am so amazing. I love myself so much and I believe in myself. It's like we're, we were also raised in New Zealand, right, where we had to work through the tall poppy stuff and, and mm. still do. This is going to mm. be an ongoing journey, right, of deepening our relationship with ourselves. So where do we start? Like, let's say, let's say, and I'm just going to think about specific people that I know will be listening to this episode who have this real tug right now and they know that it's time to step up and to start the business and do the things, but they seriously lack the belief in themselves and they're being really held back right now by the fear of what other people think. Yeah. Yeah. What would well, you say to them? <laughs> what I want to tell you is this, whether you are bankrupt with a vision or whether you are the richest person, you know, people will still hate you. People will still judge you. People will still have things to say about you. People will still cast their projections onto you. People will still give you a side eye. People will still want to be your friend while you are who you are now and some people won't, you know, like it it will happen regardless. And once in fact I don't even I didn't even accept that before I started. That's something that I learned on the journey that I wish somebody had told me because if you're in that place right now, like I still to this day you know, when I was first starting out, I remember taking my first ever photo of my laptop and my journal in a cafe with a coffee. And I was so afraid, small town life, right? I was so afraid. And I remember, I still remember what it said. It was like one of my first posts on Instagram. It said, I, the caption was, are you chasing your dreams today? And I felt so cringe. And honestly, I was so afraid of people seeing my camera out, taking my photo, let alone people online seeing this post but i was just so afraid of what somebody would think and you know i when i first started posting online at the time it was a food blog so it's a little bit different to where i am now it's evolved over time but at the time i remember thinking people are going to be like oh who is unhurried to be taking photos of her eggs that her chickens laid or you know like that's it's so cringe and you know and they're going to trust cast judgments and yet i still i had an, a meeting on the polar opposite end of it just for you guys to have evidence i had a meeting with a potential accountant last week and he had the audacity to say to me because he has my profit and loss he's seeing my my historical data oh i should just be taking photos of myself and posting myself online and you make more money than i do <laughs> as a business owner <laughs> you know as the business owner of this giant company and it's like you know people are still going to cast judgments people are still going to have their opinions regardless of whether you're chasing your dreams or you're not so can you be the person that holds it? i mean you're holding it anyway you're dealing with it anyway no matter how you're dealing with it you are still dealing with it currently so can you choose to hold that and actually do what you want to while you're while you're chasing after what you want while you're still receiving this external feedback yeah yeah so how did you develop that within yourself like your own self-belief were you able to go you know what i back myself even though i'm shitting myself right now i know that i can do this and i actually don't need anyone else's approval what was that process like for you uh it didn't come until a long time to, to actually feel that what you just described but how i did get to that honestly was just the results like that's how confidence is built confidence is built from results like i think about myself now being able to enter a gym 
I honestly thought I was going to die for many years. The thought of even entering a gym, let alone walking into a gym and taking up space and be, uh, leg pressing more than the guys are in the gym. Like I take up so much space now. But this is this is from the confidence comes from the results. So you have to be ballsy enough to do it despite all of the fears or despite all of what somebody else would say or whatever's coming up within you. Because the reality is the thing that I harnessed is that before I knew any of this, right, the thing I harnessed is I was controlling my reality. I had created my reality. I had allowed myself to gaslight myself. Yes, of course, there was trauma. And yes, of course, there's circumstances. And yes, of course, there's a lot of learned behavior in there, which all of us are going to resonate with. But ultimately, it's about harnessing the power that you have the choice. And if you don't think you have the choice to leave your job right now, or big things that you want to change, start smaller, right? Like, and listen to your own intuition, listen to your yeses, listen to your no's, listen to what lights you up or what makes you feel like you want to withdraw, like spend some time with yourself. Because, you know, with the world these days, I honestly think that it's we're too distracted we're not tapping into ourselves enough and that so we just need to take some time to listen to yourself and often we're actually afraid of sitting still and finding the answers within ourselves because we are afraid of how radically different those answers will call our lives to be through our own decisions just from our own inner guidance it's like so can you trust yourself enough just to breathe just to feel into yourself, to spend some time journaling or to, and this is what I did. I listened to podcasts. I listened to inspiring people. Like I remember listening to um, Laurie Harder and on the beginning of her um, podcast, it's like, or maybe it's her husband's and it says like good people with good money do good things. And it's like, just like sayings. And I would just listen. And eventually I was like, you know, everyone has a story, but I am making it that my story is the reason why I can't have what I want. And then once I realized that was my choice, it was scary, <laughs> but little by little by little, I started doing things and getting a feedback in real time and getting feedback from my bank account or from my confidence or from my business or from my, um, how things would snowball or how I would just feel about myself when I was going to bed at the end of the, at the end of the night, because there was a period in time, like the thing that actually made all this happen was since you're talking about being raw and vulnerable was the last time I attempted to attempt suicide. I had no idea where I was going to go, but I knew it was in the complete opposite direction to what I was going. Like, I don't, it's not always about having a perfect vision board. Like my mental health had been screwed for 20 years, literally at that point when that happened, I, I didn't have the, the boss, the boss babes to follow on Instagram. Like, I don't even know if Instagram was a thing back then, to be quite honest, but like, well, I certainly wasn't on it if it was. And, you know, it's just, it's, I just knew it was the opposite direction. And eventually you just, just one piece at a time and just build the confidence through the results and allow yourself to see them, like spend some time recognizing them at the end of the day, or at the beginning of the day or the end of the month, ideally daily, but like it was more about my practices and listening to myself and the real time feedback of building confidence over time. Yeah, I love this. And two things are jumping out. One is the word courage. It's like flashing and neon lights because it's so much courage. Right? Like, and I was just having a chat with my mom about this this morning, like the difference with, you know, like New Zealand culture, for example, where this whole tall poppy thing where we're not encouraged to aim high and dream big, they want us quiet. And so it's like, we've got to actually unlearn a bunch of stuff. And mm -hmm. even like, you know, that, um, that poem, the Marianne Williamson one about our deepest fear is that 
uh, not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. That kept mm. popping into my head. So that's it. It's like if you go internal, if you actually sit with yourself, we're worried that we're going to feel not good enough. But actually, when I get scared, that's what I do. I go internal and I remind myself who I am, that the fear isn't real, right? But mm. it's like we're not allowed to say this stuff out loud because, oh, who cares? That's a, that's what this whole podcast is literally about, like world domination for us to each tune into who we truly are and embody that person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. if you could see me nodding right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the naughty dog in the back of the car. Um, yes, 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 yes. So much. Yes. And, you know, I, our power has been stripped from us over and over and over again, whether it's from our trauma, whether it's from our parents, as a parent myself, all the time I am triggered by my children's confidence, by their audacity, by their intelligence, by their language. Like it's just, and it's a lot. And I can see why when our parents haven't been taught anything different, that they make us smaller piece by piece by piece, little chunks taken away slowly by school, by environment, by our parents, by, by our friends, by society, by now Instagram and TikTok and all the things, you know, and it's like, our job, I believe our job is really a job of reclamation. I see my children in their purest power and I'm like, if I could just keep most of who they are and keep that intact for them as their gift for when they turn 18 or 25 or whenever it is they want to leave home, if they ever leave home, I mean, they can stay how long they want, but you know, if they say, <laughs> say it's the traditional stuff, 18, you go out and get a job or start your own business or whatever they're going to do. If I could just give them a gift of themselves when they leave, what would be possible for them? And I think a lot of us who are mothers or who are parents or have nieces and nephews or friends who have kids can, can see that through the eyes of if we could keep these children's, if we could keep their essence alive, how different could it be? And that's really helped me over my journey of seeing like, how would I want to treat my children? What gift would I want them to have? And then turn that and give that back to myself. Sometimes we're so buried by our trauma or buried by our own thoughts or buried by our mindset or whatever it is, our own internal blocks or our circumstances or what we believe about our circumstances, our relationship or our bank account. And sometimes personifying it into somebody else, either that whether that's a child or our inner child, can really help us be and just turn the mirror around and be like, okay, if they deserve that, of course I should deserve that. Yeah, I love this. Okay, I've just taken notes. It's getting real when I start taking notes, all right? Oh my gosh, we've only got like 12 minutes to go. This is ridiculous. Um, okay, first thing I want to ask you, I, well, I actually wanted to comment on, I just want to make sure everyone absorbs this. And you mentioned it about five minutes ago and it's just like brewing in my mind. Um, you mentioned taking responsibility where you like looked at your life and went, okay, yeah, all this stuff's happened, but I take responsibility now. And I just really want to highlight that because I think that is a pivotal turning point. And I know for me, when I realized, oh shit, I have unconsciously been playing out these patterns. This sucks. I'm responsible. Yuck. Oh, shame. Oh, fear. Oh, I should be better. Oh. But that was the radical turning point, right? Where I was like, okay, but this will happen at an unconscious level because there were parts of me that didn't feel safe. So why would I shame myself when I was like wounded? I was hurt. I was sad. I didn't know any better. Can I love myself, forgive myself, and then choose differently? Goosebumps again. It's like that is so important. And I feel like I just want everyone to really hear what you said, that responsibility piece, right? 
game changer. Mm -hmm. It changed everything. And that was the thing that I realized at my lowest moment, right? Like the last time I attempted. And because the thing, the words that came through for me was nobody is coming to save me. Yes. Love that. My whole life, I had waited for somebody to care enough. I had waited for somebody to come and save me. I'd waited for somebody to ask me, what do you want to do with your life, unhurried? And eventually, after 25 years of yearning for that, I realized nobody was coming to do that for me. So therefore, if I wasn't going to do it, nobody was going to do it. And I was sick of being a victim to my circumstances. That was for freaking sure. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and that was the that was the only option. That was the only card on the table. And even at that point in time, I didn't have the language for any of that. I didn't know that meant taking radical responsibility, self-responsibility that could then create so much energy and so much creative power and so much drive. I didn't know that at the time, but it, none of this none of this would have happened without that statement without that lowest of the low moment that activated me into taking radical self-responsibility for my situation yeah beautiful love that um the other thing i wanted to ask you about was fear so if we go back to that moment where you've got your first post lined up and you've just posted it and then you probably went instantly oh shit i should take it down i should take it down like right how okay because i think fear this is what happens right we can each have moments of boldness where we're like yeah i'm gonna do it and then you do it and then you instantly want to go back to safety so how do we navigate that after we've kind of pulled the trigger you know like how mm -hmm. do we then how do we then um like keep going and balance and regulate our nervous system yeah. when things get so scary and and especially in the unknown where we've like like this is such a, a good time to ask this question but like yeah we've pulled the trigger we know that we're here for more we know that we can do it but every part of us is like oh my god oh my god oh my god what mm. do we do what do we do boss mm. yeah well <laughs> firstly like it's the old saying of if you're not if you're not growing you're dying this is simply the reality of you growing every time you step into a gym or every time you you know do something new with your children or every time you you uh, have a new love do you know what i mean like every time you post every time you're stretching yourself you are going to have this feeling so in fact what if it be, what i did in my mind is switched out to be a kpi that i am going in the right direction if i'm feeling that feeling it means i'm heading in the right direction and so and it's especially when we want change right it's literally a kpi of change is you having that feeling so it's like about rewiring that that's the first part and the second part ran away so i'm going to trust that <laughs> it'll come back if it's meant to <laughs> <laughs> okay um because i i love this too like but the human aspect of this and i feel like this is something that gets so overlooked when everyone's posting inspirational quotes like dream big and be bold and live your best life okay yeah but the moments in between where you're shitting yourself and you're like and it looks like everything's crumbled around you because space is being created in your life and you're heartbroken because that friend left you and actually it happened for you but it's so easy right in those moments when your body is freaking out and it's like I, I love this as a as a KPI to start thinking about, yeah, this is actually evidence for me that I'm moving out of my comfort zone. So I can be excited about this, even though it feels like trash right now. I can be excited and be proud of myself that I'm willing to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, mindset was a piece that came into play for me relatively early on that did 
changed the game for me and that became a framework that really helped me to sustain change the other thing came back so obviously <laughs> it needed to hear what you said first which does preface this beautifully um find resources that really resonate with you and that will change your life books a few select books changed my whole entire life and one book that i want to recommend to anybody listening who is feeling like this right now where you're like i can i can just do the scary thing or even think about doing the scary thing but i can't sustain it read the big leap by Gay Hendricks. This is a bit because what you're experiencing is about holding a greater capacity for yourself or for your life or for your career or for your relationship or for yourself, right? Even on a health journey, this is about, you know, maybe you start to have some results and then you start to, like me, lift more than the dudes at the gym and they're all standing around like it's a bloody show and I barely got my own confidence. And it's like, you know, like that could be enough to make me not go back again because there's people watching, you know, like even if it's, it can also happen when you're getting good things, not just because you're scared, right? Like this happens no matter what, because really this is about us learning to regulate ourselves in our nervous system, but also as a human to hold a greater capacity of greatness. And that book will help you hold a greater capacity of greatness for yourself. Because ultimately when we're looking at our dreams and we're looking at our desires, that's actually what we want. We want to hold more of our greatness. I love this and I love that book too I, I also second that recommendation like it did rock my world like learning about the sort of the upper limits and like the thermostat that we each have and yeah. then this is where I geek out so much on the subconscious and understanding that subconscious doesn't want us to grow it wants us to stay still so that resistance like I used to internalize that as it's obviously not meant for me or I'm not <laughs> good enough but actually it's my mind doing a fantastic job at trying to keep me where it feels safe right yeah so I love that if we switch that to this is evidence that I am like hitting my next breakthrough that I'm growing that I'm expanding like I'm going to get even better things in this space and like while well, also the nervous system regulation stuff um yeah I think that's that's so cool but it is it's a real like mindset mastery game isn't it like it truly is learning to navigate fear I think has probably been one of the most difficult things I've ever done <laughs> yeah yeah it will be and you know for any of you who are into human design I am into human design it's a huge part of who I am and the work that I do and I have a defined spleen in human design which means that we have a lot of fear if anybody has a defined it's actually my authority and we yeah cool amazing so you know we experience a lot of fear and literally our leadership in this world is to model how to work walk with fear and we have different things like books and like mindset and like maybe um, our human design or astrology or something with our intuition or building confidence in these all tools that we have learned and have helped us describe to other people how to walk with it and how to move with it because for most what was projected onto the screen for us a lot of us growing up is that fear means alarm bells fear means you're going to get run over fear means you're going to die fear means you're pushing the envelope of what's acceptable within your family within society but the reality is it's actually quite the opposite. The fear is the KPI that you are heading in the direction of the place of growth and of the place that you are being called into. And that is a wrap. Thank you for showing up for yourself, for being here. And please let me know your aha moments. I want to hear all about them. For extra support, make sure you're following me on TikTok and Instagram at the Monica Ferguson. Check out the School of Greatness for self-study courses. And of course, if you want one-on-one -on -one mentoring, just DM me and I would love to have a chat with you. Go and slay the day. Thank you for being you. See you soon.